welcome to Up To and Including Death. My name is Dr. Patricia Brewer. And I'm John Brewer. And it is currently February 19th. Yeah. And our last podcast podcast came out on November 29th. And our bad. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I mean, it's a free thing. (laughs) You know, we're really letting down our listenership, John. (laughs) Yeah, I'll... (laughs) <laughs> all, all Chucky of them so. and, and and uh Sarah. So um okay, so we're here to try to revitalize the podcast, revamp it. Well, I won't say that because no. what are the odds that we are jump back in this at this time of, of our lives? Yeah, that's true. So hey, um what is your excuse for not recording for the last two and a half months? You're very pregnant. I'm very pregnant, and we. I also, with my brother's help, uh, Stephen's help, just re- redid the living room and the music room. Yeah. So the living room was the uh, was the project for before Christmas, and then pretty much right after Christmas, it was the music room. Yeah. Where I decided, in my infinite wisdom, that it would be a good idea to strip the and refinish the uh, mantelpiece, which is original to the house, with a heat gun and a can-do attitude. Well, it got done. It did. And uh, do you, how do you like it? It's great. It's great. And for some reason, since I got pregnant, I've been wanting to paint everything black. So everything else besides the mantelpiece in those two rooms is black. <laughs> but we finally got all that set up. We've had two baby showers, which have involved a lot of stuff. So that's kind of taken up some time. Yeah. And just general life stuff. Yeah. I work full time and go to school full time. And I work full-time and am growing a baby full-time, who is doing pretty well, Winifred. Mm-hmm. She's been kicking me a plenty. She just got to enjoy everyone ooing and aahing over her inside my stomach uh, at a baby shower. The Dr. Sarah, one of the many Dr. Sarahs in my life through for us, but I won't dox her. No. Um, <laughs> so right now we have decided, because you know I know we're supposed to watch whatever we have things, I decided that we're just going to ease into it. And we're going to check out Shudder. Yeah. Right? We watched a terrible movie last night. Yes. That wasn't really worth... No. No. We, do we want to talk about it? Nah. Nah. It was poo, blood, and honey. It was very bad. Terrible. It was very bad. I mean, even for terrible movies, but it was kind of like... It was fun in the, for the people we were watching it with, but it was very terrible. And so, yeah, we were looking through, has anything caught your eye? No, no, I've been hearing a lot about Skinnamarink. Skinnamarink, eating, eating. But it's only got three skulls on here. Two children wake up in the middle of the night to find their father is missing, and all the windows and the doors in their home have vanished. Yeah. Ooh, what's this sorry about the demon over here? Is that a Shudder initial, uh, a Shudder original, a young man struggling with a broken heart learns that his new place is full of restless spirits. From the the, uh, picture there, it looks like it's silly. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, we don't need a silly. How about the apology? Okay. Trapped with her ex-brother-in-law by a dangerous storm, a recovering alcoholic finds herself caught in a violent game of revenge. I don't know about that. I don't know how I feel about that, John. Let's keep going. So we're in the exclusive and original category of, uh, of Shudder. Yeah. Because that's how we feel. We feel exclusive and original. 
Okay. Some of them don't. This That's one has fun. five stars. It's in, oh, it's Indonesian. Satan slaves communion. In a new home, a new terror awaits. The terrifying sequel to Shutter hit Satan slaves. Okay, so I feel like we're gonna have to do more stuff. VHS ninety nine. I like the original VHS, but I haven't seen any after that. You know, we watched recently. We watched uh, the second in the Babysitter series. Where it's like the hot babysitter is really good, oh, a devil yeah. worshiper, and it was it did not disappoint. I liked it. Who invited them? Adam and Margot start to suspect their new friends are actually duplicitous strangers with a with a dark secret. Ooh, there's just so many to choose from, John. Should we like have? Should you press down on the on the right button and just like keep going for a while and then stop? Down on the right button. Yeah, you know, if you just like, that will let you just like scroll. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Whenever you feel like stopping, you can stop. The strings. Oh, maybe. <laughs> in the dead of winter, a musician travels to a remote cottage to okay. work on the new material. I'll go the other way, because I think they rate the higher rated movies. Uh, yeah, we should probably go back towards the ones we've been looking at. Okay? Well, how about you do stuff, and I'm going to close my eyes. Okay. And then I'll tell you when to stop. Any, many, time to stop. It went to the beginning. So. Okay, well, how about uh, Skinnamarink? Okay. So what was that again? It was... Uh, kids, everything disappears. Okay. And their doors are vanished. All right. This is good and not at all traumatizing. We should bring our kids in and tell them, like, <laughs> this what happens when you talk back to mom and dad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. Let's watch this. Okay. Okay. Hi, John. Hi. We are half an hour and 18 seconds into the film. Yeah, it doesn't quite feel like that long, but... No, it's weird because the last time I asked you what, how long far we'd been in, yeah, it was eight minutes. And you said it felt like forever, and then like all the time passed. Yeah. We're just kind of watching this movie. It's very slow. I would say experimental. Yeah, it's not like anything else I've ever seen. But not in a bad way. It's shot with what it's... It's, it's on digital, it says. Oh, yeah. It looks like it's it's... Based in the 90s, like all the furniture and the TV and everything is 90s. Um, the kids... Okay, so basically it's just a... What it looks like is a like a camera from the 90s. Shot on digital, so it's been edited to do yeah, this. Yeah. And you hear these two kids walking around. Um, like the little brother and the older brother. But what do you think? Six and three? I was thinking a little older. Seven and four? Maybe like four and seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would make a little bit more sense. So, Because the four-year-old can talk, but not, I mean, in full sentences and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but they both have really high-pitched voice. And... Yeah, and the seven-year-old can tell something's a little wrong, but is, like, not freaked out. No, but he should be when he opened the blinds and the window was gone. Yeah, so basically they're in this, they're, it's just shot. Oh, do you want to tell us a little bit more about the, the movie, John? You looked a, little, a few things up. Yeah, it's this guy's first movie. Mm-hmm. Do you want to, is it still on your phone? Do you want to pull up the name? Oh, I think it was Kyle Edward Bell. Let me look, double check because I don't want to say so that. So the fellow who was the, um, the director yeah. of the, of oh, the movie. Oh, Kyle Edward Ball. And he used to do YouTube videos where he would make videos of people's nightmares. Yes. Which is very cool. And so so this movie, it only has three skulls on Shudder, but apparently is very well loved. 
by critics. I thought it was loved by... It's hated by critics and loved by people. No, oh, vice versa? Loved by critics. Oh, okay. Critics like it. People don't? Yeah, because they said it's. it takes a lot of patience. Because it is odd and different. And I could see how it would turn a lot of people off. Yeah, it's... I mean, we're 30 minutes in and not a lot has happened. The kids have... One kid, one kid when they, um, what do they say, that shouldn't happen or something like that? Or where yeah. did it go? So, because sometimes doorways will, op- will, will like, flash into a wall. Yeah. And they'll flash back into a window. And things are moving, like the nightlights are getting unplugged. Yeah, the nightlights are getting unplugged. But the kids are just, they decide to sleep downstairs. And one of them, uh, like the older one, wakes the younger one up at one point saying, I think it's time to wake up. And make some cereal. They yeah. clearly don't have any milk, so they just have dry frosted mini wheats, yeah. which I recall those days. Sometimes I have those days in this household because someone doesn't buy milk unless it's on the list, even though he can open the fridge and see if there's milk. It's on the list. It gets bought. Okay. On Burgundy of shopping list. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, what do you have about the film? Well, it's odd. Yeah. <laughs> The one thing I keep getting back is people are like, if you just stick with it, it's worth it. You know, the ending is something spectacular. So, I mean, the first thing I thought of was audition. I don't know how many times I told people, watch audition, but understand that it's going to be hard to get through in the first 45 minutes to an hour. You know what I was thinking about? But the payoff is worth it. I was thinking of Mandy. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of Mandy where it's like nothing is kind of happening. And then when things start happening, I mean, things haven't started. I'm actually okay with the nothing here. I think when we were watching Mandy, I may have been a little intoxicated. Yeah. Because we were camping and that's what we do. (laughs) But this, I mean, it's shot weird. Yeah. Like you only see the kids' legs. You see the kids' legs and you see the the ceilings. We got to see a dad leg um, at one point at the beginning where the dad makes a phone call and says that one of the kids has fallen down. The, like, both kids are fine. One fell down and hit his head and fell down the stairs. But he's taken them to the ER and, like, he didn't even need stitches. Yeah, so, so this might be all, like, a head injury. A head injury dream. dream, yeah. And the dad is, like, he was there, but then he wasn't. Yeah. The kid, the older kid has kind of been... It's not, I don't mean it in like a Dean Winchester kind of way of like, I know something's wrong, but he's just kind of doing responsible stuff. Like he plugs the light nightlight back in. He tells the younger kid he's going to go upstairs to get something, but really he's looking for dad. Yeah. Um, he calls 911 like three times, but there's no dial tone. Yeah. This is supposed to be like reminiscent of your dream as a kid. Yeah. That's why it's fuzzy and hazy and you can't see faces. And And it sort of like flashes onto parts of the house. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even like even right now as an adult woman, you have a um, a robe that is dark and and against a white door. And so sometimes at night I wake up and I see the shape of a human. (laughs) But it's and I know you have your robe there. Uh, But sometimes I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I don't know. So far, I'm fine with it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I can see why people. Some people would be like, "Where's the dead teenagers?" Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I felt that way yesterday about um, Blood and Honey because I was like, if we had to watch this bullshit, I really want there to be more dead teenagers faster. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think if I was in a different mood, 
I wouldn't really want to watch this. Yeah. Like, if I was doing other things and it was on in the background, I would be like, this is... What is happening? Nothing's going on. Yeah. But we've done all of our chorn for today. Mm-hmm. Should we go? Yeah. All right. It's been 15 minutes. Um, I have a little girl inside me that wants to kick me in the in the bladder all the time. Yeah, so she's I, pregnant. I'm very pregnant, and there's a tiny girl inside of me that um, it's not like the metaphorical, you know, child within. Yeah, I just have a child. child. I have an inner child that is currently yeah. kicking me bladder. That soon will be an extra title. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll just have to talk to myself. Um, but anyway, so now it's okay. I'm talking baby. It's fine. Yeah. But I'm like officially very into this movie. Yeah, it it took a right after we started it again. It took a turn into like really uh showing some things showing some things and they're not and it's what it's not being shown mm-hmm. like kaylee like he's just or she i guess the older one's a girl yeah kaylee. kaylee's the girl and kevin's the boy it's like i just can't see but then there's like you can slowly make out like a pair of legs and an arm oh my gosh and then you hear the dad's voice saying kaylee look under the bed look under the bed <laughs> And she does, and, like, so you're kind of seeing almost from her perspective, but you can't see anything, and that's what she says. And then she looks under their bed and looks up. Dad's gone, who you couldn't see. You couldn't see his face, just his arm and his legs, which at first we're looking at it, and we see just see the legs wondering, is that, like, a pillow? Is it a blanket? And it takes a while for, like, us to slowly be able to see the arm. As if you're, it's the middle of the night and it's dark and you can't yeah, see. You're starting to get your night vision. Yeah, and so then she looks under the bed again, looks up. Dad's gone, and mom is there, but mom's across the across the bed, like head down, just her hair and her, a shirt, like her back. Yeah. Kaylee, your dad and I love you very much. Close your eyes. Like, ah. <laughs> I mean, this whole sequence probably been about 10 minutes of the like this bed scene. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, it's really well done. Yeah. Like, you get sucked into it for sure. Oh, yeah. And I'm sober. Yeah. So. So am I. Very sober. What What's your bruise bruise right now? You're drinking oh, something. I'm drinking an odd side praline. And you told me it tastes like alcohol and, and hazelnuts. Yes. And that's it. That's it. It's delicious. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Hey, John. Yes. We just finished the movie. We did. I feel like we should whisper. I think so, too. Do you want to shut the door a little bit, actually? So we can be quiet. Why? What kind of truth are you going to reveal? No, I just... I like speaking privately on the podcast with you. <laughs> It's our special time yeah, between sure. us and all of our millions of listeners. Oh, do you know something I don't? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hello, millions of listeners. Um, so, Skinnamarink, two kids in a, you know, that are alone. We do get to see the dad talk about, like, oh, the kids are fine. Uh, Kaylee says that. The youngest is who is Kevin fell down the stairs and hit his head, took him to the doctor, stitched him up and, or he didn't even have stitches. He's fine. And then dad mysteriously disappears and the kids 
end up having what they call a sleepy slumber party in the uh, <laughs> in the description. Um, my the the most so as you watch this movie, you're not seeing anyone's face really. You see a couple faces, and it's dark, but on purpose. And the the director does a really good job where you're looking at you're looking at something and you're not sure what you're seeing and either is slowly revealing and then it slowly unreveals. Right? It slowly goes away, yeah, which I unreveals. really like. Unreveals. It's unrevealing. <laughs> and uh, it's something that I really enjoyed about this movie. You know what I think? What? I think the mother killed the kids. Yes. And the dad covered for them for a while and then killed himself. Yeah. And now these kids are in the afterlife trying to figure out what to do. Yeah. So the there was a very terrifying line. Before we start hearing anyone else besides the kids in the house, where one kid says to the other, I don't want to talk about mommy. Well, yeah. He said, where's dad? Where's and dad? Like, Maybe dad went with mom. And so, you know, another thing could be like, did mom kill herself and then did dad kill himself and they were left alone in the house? At one point you see something that says 572 days. Yeah. Right? There is a scary voice that tells Kaylee, the older sister, to come down into the basement and she gets to lose her eyes and mouth. The scary voice tells Kevin to take a utility knife to his eye, which we think he does because there's blood that's and shown. And he calls 911 and says, I hurt myself and I feel sick. And he's actually able to talk to someone on 911 and they, they ask him to keep talking to him and they're going to send some grown-ups to help him. And then suddenly he drops the phone. Yeah, after he says the doors are gone. The doors are gone and he drops the phone and she's saying, you have to stay with me on the phone. That's it's- why it makes me think that they're dead. Like yeah. they're ghosts, they can't leave the house, the windows and doors are gone. Yes, um, because they're, and they're seeing all these things happen and maybe trying to make sense of, of what has happened. Yeah. I guess. But it wouldn't make sense to a seven and a four year old. What's wild about it is that at the very end of the movie, it's just Kevin. And, you know, he's told things like a little bit earlier that, you know, Kaylee said she wears mommy and daddy. And that's why I had to take away her mouth. Come upstairs with yeah. me. So I wonder if she went to the afterlife by saying she wanted to be with her mom and dad. Yes. So and she couldn't communicate with him anymore. Yes. And then so he all alone is like he's scared and he's asking questions. He's asking someone who they are. Yeah. The scary voice. Who are you? And then he asks mommy. And right before he says mommy. Is when I said, and you said it like the same time, I think the mother killed the kids. Yeah. And then herself, or something like it. Or maybe mom is away at the hospital after trying to kill the kids. The dad leaves them and just they starve to death. That seems weird too. That seems weird too. Because there is like. But they must be dead because. Yeah. Why else would the doors and windows disappear? And there's some stuff where like there's blood that appears and reappears. But they also have dry. Uh, shredded mini wheats, and at one point that sounds like hell. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but at one point, the youngest has a juice box, and that he then drops, and he thuds to the ground. Yeah, juice boxes are frustratingly small. I would say it's a very quiet movie that I was entranced by. I can't yeah. even describe because w- the first the first ten minutes or first five minutes, like how long has it been? How long has it been? Yeah. And then every other time we've had to pause, it's mostly just begin having to go to the bathroom because the baby's kicking me. It draws you in. Yes. Like, wholeheartedly. But you want it to be quiet in the house. 
Yeah, this is why this is going to be a short podcast because yeah. you just get drawn in and you can't stop. Yeah, I think what was it the last forty minutes that we haven't been I back don't know. talking? But there's not much to say because you can't like. It, the movie is a summation of itself. Yeah. There's no, like, action scenes. There's no big happenings. So it's you, all within itself. I don't think we said on the podcast, how much did it cost for him to make this movie? $15,000. And how much money did he make? $2 million at the box office. Plus whatever he gets for it being on Shutter. Yes. That is... I, it's it's a really remarkable. I'm really looking forward to seeing what this guy does with a little bit more than $15,000. Yeah, because, I mean... All he had in this was, like, his own editing, his own directing, his own yeah. writing, a couple of voice actors, and two kids. Yeah. That's it. What I really love about it is these kids are in this horrifying situation, but because they're never really shown talking, they probably just recorded this stuff in a day or two, and they never had to be around the creepy people. And they so didn't have just, to say anything traumatic either, because no. it's all the weird voices... And even when he said, you know, put the utility knife in your eye, the kid never mentions it. He says, I hurt myself and I feel sick. Yeah. But you can get a kid to say. Yeah. Being traumatized. Because like, uh, the the 911 operator actually says, you you cut yourself with utility knife or you cut yourself? Yeah. Like, they hear some other things, but the kids aren't having to participate in that, which I like very much. Yeah. The kids could have done this very innocently. I do wish with my whole heart even though this is always a cop-out in movies, that at the very end, the kids would wake up and, like, everything's fine. But they don't. They don't. They're definitely dead. (laughs) They are 100% dead. Hey, tell me about your favorite drink of the night. You drank some interesting ones. I know which one you'd like the least. Yeah, I don't want to say that because I like that company a lot. Yeah. But I really liked uh, the Nitro Cup of Joe by Shorts. Yeah? Yeah, Shorts Brewing from downstate Michigan. They're always good. I had some very delicious tap water and ice. Well, not tap water. I'm fancier than that. I got it from the fridge. The filtered water. The filtered water from, from the, the fridge. fridge. Did you have the hydrogen button on? I think so. Oh, so super I, fancy. So I don't know what that does. I think it I makes me even more hydrogenated. Sure. Hydrogenated, Trish? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, any grossest corners for you? No. Absolutely zero. Yeah, I had a... Maybe the girl with no eyes and no mouth? But that wasn't even... It wasn't scary either. I would say that, like, if I wanted to interpret Gross's Corner as a thing that chilled me to my bones was, I don't want to talk about mommy. Oh, I thought it was going to be going out of the basement. Yeah, that too. I was like, nope, (laughs) absolutely not, girl. Um, But, yeah, when a little kid says they don't want to talk about a parent... That's that's not good. I think I had a lot of, like, I don't know if it's being pregnant or just being a mom now. Or maybe I was like this before, but I don't want anything bad happen to kids. Isn't that bad? Because I started this podcast talking about dead teenagers because of the uh, movie we watched last night. But What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I made a joke about dead teens. Like, when are these teens going to start dying? Oh. Which is I like, thought it was one of which the is every previous movie movies we watched. Like, uh... Babysitter had dead teens. And, yes. And uh, Tucker and Dale. Too. Tucker and Dale had my favorite. a lot of favorite. college kids with blood on you. It's like, it's college kid blood. I love showing that to my ethics class and just laughing at that line like a crazy wild lady. It's so fun. I feel like we're in that that thing right now. 
There's one thing. There was a lot of fun in the movie. There was a lot in Skin Rink. There was a lot of fun, like, so you're what looking at the ceiling and like the tops of the trim, and yeah. then and I'm because I am. I have been doing a lot of home, not remodeling, but just like painting and prepping and dealing with houses things. So remodeling. Remodeling, yeah. So I've been, I was looking, so I spent a lot of time looking at the ceilings at the beginning of it, thinking like, oh, the tape and the ceiling joints is coming uh, cracked there. They're going to have to scrape it off and re-tape it, re-mud it, and then repaint. And as I'm thinking this, and so at the very end of the movie, Everything's kind of flipped. We see a lot more of um, views from the ceiling looking down because, like, the kid's, like, walking on the ceiling or yeah. something like that. And there's one thing I'm like, oh, he's looking at the carpet. I'm like, I'm how gonna... do you know it's not the ceiling? And I'm like, well, and I didn't tell you that, but it's like it's because I spent a lot of time looking at that ceiling. I know what that ceiling looks like, and I also know what that carpet looks like because I, I was also thinking, like, if this house was built in the 90s, then there's no way that there's hardwood under there. But if it was an older house that's been remodeled to look like it's in the 90s, then there might be hardwood under there. <laughs> I'm going to quote this movie when you're, like, half asleep. Bobby. <laughs> Come to the basement. Bobby? Who's Bobby? I said Mommy. Oh. But you do actually have to go to the basement to get her laundry. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you to do it when you're half asleep. No, I don't want to do that. Okay. Yes, you go in the basement. No, it's really oh, you scary. Put this utility knife in your eye. <laughs> That's not nice. I have to use one soon because we're gonna. I'm gonna put some wallpaper up in her bedroom for the don't baby. Don't put it in your eye. We're downstairs to get the laundry. I'm not. Jesus Christ. Well, I think. I mean, it's a very short podcast today. Hopefully, we can do more podcasts. Um, I'm. I have some high hopes. I think we can do lots of podcasts with oh. the baby. Okay. In the same room as us asleep. Yeah, that's gonna be great for a baby to like be in the ambiance of horror yeah. films all the time. I'm sorry, but she's been in that ambiance this entire time. Oh. She can hear. Yeah. She was kicking away too, so I think she liked she it. She's telling you. Go to the basement. Go to the basement. Get the laundry. Well, there's just two things left to do, John. I'll stay scared. And stay merry. Goodbye. outro of our podcast is fire and ice rock mix by stefan kartenberg copyright 2017 licensed under a creative commons attribution share alike license thank you stefan